0: One of the most important part of a person is their dream that's connected to their purpose and even their destiny yeah. and if i had a chance to play a role in you achieving the destiny that you were put on the planet for that's huge
1: welcome to breaking barriers building a higher ground where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics historians and business leaders with your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by Higher Ground. Higher Ground is a technology company whose mission is to bridge the wealth gap through access to procurement opportunities. Higher Ground is making the enterprise ecosystem more viable, profitable, and competitive by clearing the path for minority-led, women-led, LGBT-led, and veteran-led small businesses to contribute to the global economy as suppliers to enterprise organizations. For more information on getting started, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E. G-R-O-U-N-D dot I-O Now on to the episode.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. My name's Adam, and as always, I am joined with my co host, Chloe. On today's episode, we're joined by a guest who has over 15 years of consulting, ministry, and training experience, Mr. Paul Wilson Jr. Through working with businesses and professionals, big or small, Mr. Wilson has been able to aid various organizations in various areas of growth, ranging from business development to supplier diversity. Mr. Wilson has also worked with the likes of several NFL organizations the Southern Company, and many more, but is also committed to training individuals in need of instruction. It is my pleasure to welcome Paul to our podcast. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be
2: here.
1: Yes, Paul. Thank you so much. This is such a treat. I was just telling Adam what a yes. treat it is to have you on the air today, and I really, really wanted an opportunity for you to share the good work that you're doing with mm-hmm. SBDC. So, tell us a little bit more about you and your entrepreneurial journey, and yeah. how you got all the way to SBDC.
0: Definitely. Um, and so, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs they talk about, yeah, they, you know, I've been selling ice, ice. In, in ice, you know, lemonade since I was three years old. So right. that wasn't right. my story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I kind of grew up um, going the I say the traditional, let's say college route, if we can call mm-hmm. it traditional and mm-hmm. got a business degree. And um, mm-hmm. it is know, the start,
1: traditional route now, right? Yes, yeah, pretty yeah.
0: much. Right. Um, and so and, and, and my thinking coming out of college into my first job is I'm get that corner office. Right. I'm become the mm-hmm. VP of the organization. Mm-hmm. And that was in my mind, my career path. Uh, But something happened along the way. So my background is in supply chain management. And so that's where I started, um, you know, working with companies in terms of working with small businesses Mm -hmm. and how to buy right from the company I was working for. Mm -hmm. And then I jumped over to supply diversity. So in supply diversity, right, we're working with minority owned companies, women owned businesses and others. Who who are trying to navigate that whole corporate process because you know it can be very complicated trying to do business, very, with yes. an operation. Oh, yep. And so in in consulting with them and working with them and getting exposed really to the entrepreneur world because that's probably my first exposure mm. to, to entrepreneurs because mm-hmm. everything else I think for me had been corporate uh, right. prior to that. Yep. Um, I'll say I got bit by the entrepreneurial bug <laughs> and it was like, wait a it minute. Happens. It happens. Yes, it
1: yeah, does. Absolutely. Yes, I, it does. I can do
0: something like this, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, starting my own company. And so I love consulting and even at that time consulting and teaching and training. And so that's, that's what kind of got me started um, to say, gotcha. you know what, instead of just doing the supply diversity thing, which is uh, to me very important and, and helping these businesses engage with corporations, I think I can help more businesses. Right. On my own yeah. a, as a consultant, and so that that be that's so how I resigned, and that started my journey of, of of being an entrepreneur. And at two sides of my businesses at at that time, um, I was actually providing consulting to large corporations mm-hmm. on helping them improve their supply diversity programs. Just mm-hmm. um, and, and needed. My, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and my thought was, if I can help more opportunities flow to small businesses right? That, that's going to create more impact. And so that was really right. my motivation at mm-hmm. that time. And then, yeah. and, I, and I was doing some consulting to small businesses, but the other consultant was probably take, taking up more of my time. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, but as what happened to many businesses back in the what, early 2000s, um, mm. giving my age away a little bit, yeah. uh, but um, in a little, well, actually not early 2000, actually later 2000, when our right. great recession, right? 2009 mm-hmm. and 10. Yeah. Right. Um, right. That Impacted me greatly, and and mm-hmm. where a lot of businesses got hurt, I got hurt too, Because right. right? oftentimes consulting, right, is one of the first things that gets things cut. Yep. So I was kind of yep. one of True. those cuts. Um, but I pivoted at that time to actually spending more time with small businesses. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, and what I realized, as I think I was a late bloomer, maybe in this area, is I'm passionate about entrepreneurs and passionate about small businesses and and empowering them to empower themselves and their communities, mm-hmm. and and that's really you know what what drives me even, even today, but back then also about, man, if I can help more entrepreneurs, um, they can create more jobs, right. And they Mm -hmm. can bring those jobs back to their communities. Um, and and really for that cycle, right. Just kind of keep, keeps flowing. And so, um, so that's when, when the pivot came as for me is, you know, they're working almost solely at that time, uh, with small businesses. Um, but also, um, I was starting to do a lot of speaking during that time. Um, you know, I wrote my first mm-hmm. book during that time. Mm. Um, yeah, because a lot of it, you know, my passions and, and purpose were really being crystallized during that time. Right. Nice. So I decided to mm-hmm. you know let's, let's put it on paper and even teach teach other people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. How to how to how to pursue their passion, but in a practical way. I don't know if those two words even go together. <laughs>
1: Passion. Yeah. No, it totally makes no. Sense. Yeah. I think it definitely does because you can't sometimes just jump right into entrepreneurship right. because I think that's oftentimes when you fail. I mean, you've got right. to be very thoughtful and strategic when you decide mm-hmm. to pursue that.
0: That was kind of the the, the beginning of, of my entrepreneurial journey, um, and then later on, um, you know, I, I I was able to teach um, at, at at a college level, um, and so I got to still teach business and entrepreneurship and marketing. So I was, kind of got to stay in my lane.
2: Yeah, um, really And then an opportunity
0: cool. with the SBDC came along and I was able to combine the consulting and the teaching because we get the opportunity to do both here, um, you know, where I am right now.
1: Right, right. Well, thank you so much. So for those of us, you That's know, really cool. Adam Adam, and I are like we go. The yep. king and queen of acronyms, right? We so really are. It's a whole other while, language. While, while we all know what SBDC right. is, could you tell our listeners and explain sort of um, what it is that SBDC does? Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. Uh, so SBDC stands for Small Business Development Center. Mm-hmm. And we basically are funded by the federal government through the Small Business Administration. I was about to give you another acronym, SBA. So, yeah. Small Business <laughs> 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 Administration.
2: We got that one too, right? Yes,
1: yep. yes, yes. <laughs>
0: right. right. Um, And and the state of Georgia, and and basically with the sole purpose of serving entrepreneurs. So we provide consulting services one-on-one and can help you from anywhere from with your business plan, your business strategy. Um, If you have employees, we can help you with human resources. Uh, We can assist you with a lot of market research. We do a lot of that along with marketing, planning, and strategizing for companies, helping companies with uh, their procurement strategy. If they're targeting Mm -hmm. the federal government or corporations, we can assist them with, with with those types of things. Um, on the financial side, we do a lot with helping businesses get, we use the term getting them lender ready. Mm-hmm. So helping them get their uh, business plan as well as their financial projections and uh, you know their financial uh, documents in, in order in order to go uh, apply for a loan at a bank. So we, we cover a lot of territory um, in terms of that. And again, and the great thing about it is you can use it really for the life cycle of your business. It's mm-hmm. not a one-time meeting. It's right. something that you can come back over and over and over um, again and, and get, get help. So it's, it's probably one of the best kept secrets out there uh, in terms of resources for small business owners. Oh, and did I say it was free? I, don't know if I was like, know. Paul, you See, forgot the most important thing. There's the, there's the price, point. Right, right. There's the it's price $3.99. Point. Yes, It's, it's, yes, free. Um, it's well, free.
2: As I joke and tell people, it's your tax dollars at work. It's your so tax dollars. Right, exactly. Yes, so, yes. so go claim them back and go use yes. the SBDC. Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And Paul, you also have, um, even when getting, you know, one of the things that I thought was great about the SBDC was you know, even when you talk about just like getting lender ready, is also all the relationships that you guys have, just from banks right. to, you know, yep. non traditional lending options. I mean, all of these various things that um, is super, super helpful. And in terms of just strategy, and here I am just uh, selling the SBDC, right? right? right. But <laughs> like you do, <laughs> like customer,
0: right?
2: right?
1: Yes. Yeah. But I mean, just the organizational strategy support when you think about as you're growing and you're scaling. You know, how do you put in the right hiring practices to make sure that you're onboarding people properly and that you're vetting them? I mean, that has just been uh, a game changer for me mm-hmm. and for Higher Ground. It was very, very helpful. So, yeah, think- she
2: still keeps me around. So, you know, it might not have gone far enough. <laughs> you're welcome, Adam. You're I'm welcome. just saying. <laughs>
1: Well, I just I, I just oftentimes think that as small businesses, we don't think about all of these various these various areas areas mm-hmm. that we need to focus on and how critical they are to your the success of your company and to your yeah. growth. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I just think that that you guys are doing a tremendous job and all the work that SBDC does. I mean, I just think it's great. Absolutely. Thanks.
0: And, and one of the neatest kind of things for us um over the last year. So I don't know if y'all have heard that show, um, "Undercover Billionaire. Um, yes, so I've it, heard of
2: it, not yes. i heard of that. Yes. 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 No. Yeah, so it's
0: a, it's a reality TV show. Quickly, the premise is these guys, already billionaires, and they basically, the premise is you can drop them anywhere in the country, and in 90 days, they're gonna build this million dollar business on, on minimal resources, not their billion, mm-hmm. but just minimal resources. Well, right. In the very first show, I think one of the first episodes, the guy, it was Erie, Pennsylvania. He goes to guess where the SBDC. I've ah, never been to Erie.
1: Nice. That's where he
0: went to learn about Erie and, and to get up to speed. And so we started getting calls from, Hey, we heard about you guys on, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> on nice. undercover billionaire. Nice. Um, so if the billionaire, Go to the SBDC to learn about a local market.
2: You hey, too. And, and yes,
1: that's incredible. You too incredible. can go to the SBDC. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And get all your small business yeah. needs yeah. met. Yes, yes. I love
2: it. I absolutely love it. Uh, you know, Paul, I want to go back to something real fast. You made a comment uh, a few minutes ago when you were talking about your backstory, right? And I think this is, vitally important and i'd love for you to expound on it if you can um and that is you said when you were you were you were crystallizing your thoughts and crystallizing who you were you put it down on paper mm-hmm. that is huge and a lot of people miss it because it's up here it's in my head i've got it i've got the vision in my head and i'm chasing it but they never take the time to put it down on paper. And I you guys can't see it right now cuz it's a podcast, but there are like five notebooks on my desk right now, right? So Paul talk a little bit about that. Talk about the importance of putting it down on paper, especially if somebody's trying to formulate maybe their mission, their goals, their values, who they are, what their company's going to be cuz that is I think a step that even us who mentor small businesses fail to mention even in our mentoring Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and one of the reasons why it's important, and you just said it too, right? We have all these ideas in our head all the time mm-hmm. and, and that's just the business stuff. That's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. even talking about family and life and bills and all that. Yeah. And so if we're trying to just keep it in our head and figure it out, right? A lot of times we'll have conflicting ideas and thoughts that that may have confused even the original idea that we had or, or concept. <laughs> or even oh, true. Mission, yeah. Right? And Mm -hmm. so when you get it on paper and sound, it sounds so simple, but Mm -hmm. I believe it is critical, right? For one, you can clarify it. Right. Mm -hmm. But also you can wrestle with it with a little bit more because you can actually show it to somebody. Does this actually make sense? Right. You you can help to validate it because again, how many thoughts have we had on a Monday that changed by Friday? Right. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But when we write it down, it's now solidified. At least it's, it's where it is at that point. Mm-hmm. And then we can kind of come back and test that idea or that concept in different ways over time to see, is this still, do I still believe the same thing? Do I still see mm-hmm. it the same way? Um, mm-hmm. Should I still approach this business the same way? And again, and that's going from a, let's say a basic mission or vision statement, to a full blown, blown business plan. But now mm-hmm. I have a roadmap that I can either stick to it or deviate from. Right. But at least it's, it's, it's somewhat solid from that standpoint. And, and yeah. I think, again, and that helps, right? Because it becomes your launching pad, right? Mm -hmm. But I think also the the critical part of that too is if I need to recruit somebody to this idea, right, recruit a team or recruit investors or recruit a a lender, if it's not written down, a lot of people won't even take you seriously, right? right? Because you haven't taken the time to document, Mm -hmm. right, what you said you believe or are pursuing Uh, from that standpoint. So, so I think it helps in so many different ways. Yeah. Right. uh, From that standpoint, but, but definitely it's, it's a critical to me starting point to be able to build from right. What you've written down.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It's powerful, right? The written word is still very powerful in a lot of different ways. it Mm
1: -hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of just written word, you know, how has, has writing really changed your perspective on business? You talked a little bit in your intro, Mm. kind of how you started writing your book after you were sort of in a transitional period. How has writing really changed your perspective?
0: For me, uh, just even to continue that previous point, I think writing also helped me explore a a lot of different ideas, right? And Mm -hmm. and concepts, Um, again, Mm -hmm. in a way that what may have been initially a fleeting thought, well, let me capture that initial thought, but now let's build on that, again, through the written word right? And, mm-hmm. and to be able to explore different concepts or expand on different concepts. Because um, I think it also challenges you, right? Um, to say, okay, well, yes, this was an initial idea. But if I have to go deeper on this idea or further, right now, I'm stretching my imagination. Uh, I'm stretching, mm-hmm. um, you know, my creativity even mm-hmm. to actually write. And, mm-hmm. and essentially, so I, I did my MBA online with an mm-hmm. online program. And nice. what I would share with people now is that I learned some business concepts, absolutely. But I think what it helped me the most is to become a better writer because we were forced, forced to write so much. Oh, that's right? true. Yeah. And, and so when you think about sharing your business idea or business concept, if you're not able to communicate it clearly and cons- concisely, how are mm-hmm. you going to recruit anybody to it? Again, whether you talk about an investor, an employee right. or a lender, if I can't clarify that. so So to me, writing helped me become a better writer. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like, you know, I can say I want to work out. I can read about working out all day long. That's not going to
2: (laughs) help me get in shape, right? Oh, no. Don't say that, Paul. Come on now. I I wish it would.
0: (laughs) If I can invent that, then I'm going to be a rich man, right? But but writing itself helped me become a better writer, but also it helped me become a more effective communicator. Even, I think, also from a a spoken word standpoint, Mm -hmm. like when we're having to teach and engage, you know, um, different audiences uh, from that perspective.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. So you've actually had a number of speaking engagements at different universities and, and that type of thing. How is that? You know, so let's, we'll go from the written word to the spoken word now. So how has, you know, these speaking engagements kind of helped develop some of this for you, too, and and kind of where you've taken things?
0: For me, uh, a lot of it is, is being able to connect with different types of audiences, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in different environments, because you know, teaching on a college level, right? It's, it's, you're talking about an extended semester. You're talking about you right. know, spending more time within a particular topic and, and being able to communicate in a way that helps people learn. And to me, that's mm-hmm. the difference in some way, many ways between, let's say teaching versus even motivational speaking or just speaking right. period, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is the goal is not to impress them with what I know, but mm-hmm. it's to help them get it right. And, and right. to me, yep. The best moments in any class that I've had is when you see the light bulbs of people go on, yes, and they get it yes. themselves, and then they go run out and apply it, or they come back and tell you, Hey, you said this last week, I tried it and it worked. I mean, to me, those are the best moments, and again, yeah, I've had other times where I said something that I thought sounded brilliant. and they're looking at me with like deer in headlights it's like yeah uh, what did he just say right that doesn't help anybody right it made me feel good for a moment right help anybody you're
1: like this was revolutionary what i just right it's like did (laughs) did you not just understand yes (laughs) yes yes.
0: (laughs) but then sometimes you say the simplest thing and you didn't even mean to say it you say it, and they're like that's brilliant it's like okay that that just came off the top of my head right but but those are to me the best moments of yeah in those environments and people are getting it, they're learning it. Yeah. And then they can go do something with it uh, from, from that standpoint.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's that aha moment, you know, mentoring or speaking that is really, it makes you sit there and go, well, all the sweat equity I put into this really was worth it because now, now we're making a difference. Now we're moving the needle and, and things are about to happen. So yeah, Absolutely. that's exciting. That's exciting to see. And yeah, you can absolutely. see it too. There's Definitely. no doubt in your mind that it just happened. You're like, oh, right. that right. was it. It's like this explosion. That <laughs> Yep. 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 You can see it. You can see it working Definitely. in there. Definitely.
1: So I wanted to just kind of switch back to just your work with entrepreneurs. I mean, you know, when we're coming off COVID now. I mean, how have, mm-hmm. how have you seen COVID? I mean, we all hear how it's really impacting small businesses, but since you're working with small businesses on a daily basis and talking to all different types and all different types of industries. What have you seen?
0: Sure. Um, it's Last year has been extremely challenging uh, for those businesses. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I say those, it, but it spans the, 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 the breadth really of, some actually had some major successes, believe right. it or not, because they happened to be in the right industry at the right time. Right. And they were able to you know, take advantage of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then others, you see the other end of the spectrum uh, of people um, just struggling literally to, to keep the lights on and, and to pay their bills, yeah. you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, some of them who actually got COVID, um, right? Mm-hmm. So now they're battling a health issue along with, right, trying to keep yeah. the business afloat. And 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 last year, I mean, I think, you know, we've heard the term before, small businesses are the engine of, of this company, I mean, yeah. it's like yeah. country, mm-hmm. right? right, right. Um, but I don't think until last year... Did we feel the pain of that, like at, at that oh, level? So many point. businesses, you know, shutting down, laying off employees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, having having to cut back and 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 all the repercussions of things that we don't even really think about that mm-hmm. typically just happen every day. But you're driving down the street, and you know your your favorite you know place that you've been going to the last five years is not open, right? Oh um, yeah. Or, or things that have become so commonplace, right, that we can't do anymore. And, and, and to see the small businesses that are on the front line, you know, bearing the brunt of that, right? Mm-hmm. Where on on one hand, you know, we may look at a political official and, and the statement that they put out in, in, in sense of, we're trying to protect the public, but then right. on the other hand, you see, okay, who did that hurt, right, when yeah. you made that decision? Yeah. and So you can kind of understand both sides, right? To say, okay, I see right. why they did that over here. Oh, yeah. I also see the the negative repercussions of fallout over mm-hmm. here from the businesses that can't operate and then you're telling them okay well just hang on for another 30 days well they may have already already been in a challenge situation before covid yeah. right right the it has been ratcheted up so yeah, yeah. A, a lot of definitely challenging pain but I would also say a lot of resiliency um, a mm-hmm. lot of creativity right say yes it's like, yes. This yes. Is yes mother invention last yes. year proved that true where you saw businesses you know come up with different services or solutions or delivery. Mm-hmm. Ways to get their product to a to a customer to a client.
2: Yep. Yeah. And um,
0: we saw a lot of that. So it, it's it's almost like you, you you see the the chaos and the innovation all kind of working together. Um. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's been, and, and that could all be within one hour. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, yeah. You know,
2: oh yeah. Oh yeah. If that one long. business,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. Let's talk to another business, and, and you're seeing that 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 broad spectrum. So. It's 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 been a roller coaster ride. Um, it, yeah. It's been a wild journey. And then we're not quite over it yet. Right. Um, depending right. On the industry and depending on certain businesses. Um, yeah, but, it's true. It's, but it's definitely was I'd say one thing is definitely great to see, you know, the entrepreneurial ingenuity and, and energy and drive of people that even in spite of all the challenges, they're still pressing forward and, and figuring out ways you know, to kind, yeah. of, to kind of keep keep moving and stay in yep.
2: business. Well, and I think the other thing, and, and and Paul, tell me if you if you agree with this or not. Um, the other thing is top corporate America is diversify your supply line, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because how many of us got burnt in corporate America because we relied on the big suppliers, we relied on the mm-hmm. big suppliers. Well, then their supply lines dried up, then they yeah. had backlog, but guess what? It was the medium and small businesses that said, oh, you need what? Okay, <laughs> give me a day and I'll figure <laughs> out how to get right. it to you. And they delivered <laughs>
1: Yes, absolutely. they did. Right. And
2: all of a sudden, corporate America is like, oh, hang on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> hang on. Right. That, yeah. I now, I still get to keep my job because small business came to the rescue and yes. big boy over here couldn't figure out how how in the world to get it figured out because they have so much bureaucracy built into their process. Yep. Yeah. But small business is like light and flight and ready to go. So,
0: it out. yeah, absolutely. Yep. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes the things we, we take for granted or overlook become the very thing where we have to look to and depend on. Yep. You know, it's a crisis, so sometimes you just never know um, how, how those things are going to play
1: out. Yeah, yeah. And to Adam's point, you know, we had several um, clients call us and say, you know, can you send us some small businesses that do this? Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking for right. new mm-hmm. suppliers and we need this immediately. And they were so grateful. They were like, yeah. thank you, thank you, right. thank you, thank oh, you for yeah. sending this because like, I couldn't have oh, yeah. this on my own. And you just... Right. Save the day, literally. Yeah. So There it is. And I'm like, yes, tell me which one you ended up going with and yeah. how it all worked out. And that was super yep. rewarding for me, too. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And, and like I said, you know, oftentimes when we think about ideas and innovations, you know, a lot of, a lot of innovations don't come, like, from big companies, right? No, now. They, yes, just, no. no they don't. No, there's mm-hmm. too They're many processes in
1: place yeah. for, yeah. you know, for you to be able to really kind of, teeter around what innovation needs. It's like design thinking, it's researching, it's, you know, and I I think companies tend to want more output than they do sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, the process that really goes into innovation.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's been interesting to see, but you're right. I mean, the one thing that I would say to describe a lot of these entrepreneurs is resilience this year Mm -hmm. and and being able to, to sort of shift, if you will. Right. Yeah, um, where appropriate. But you
2: know, also speaking of COVID, how, what are you seeing for those that want to launch? Right. So we're we're kind of talking about those that maybe are mid life cycle, maybe about to enter mid life cycle. What are what about those those men and women that are like right there at the launch point? Right. They're like, I have an idea, but oh. You know, what What did you guys, what did, what did the SBDC and what did you see kind of from where you sit of people launching businesses, uh, during COVID and the effects?
0: Yeah. Um, and, and we saw that too, which we're, that's maybe what we're surprised by. Um, okay. we know, some of it was based on people getting laid off and, you know, still, right. To, yeah. And, and instead of looking for a job, they said, well, let me just create one, right. Or create a business. Right. Um, so so even and then even how we consult to people was really even how we would consult people, you know, pre-COVID was, mm-hmm. OK, what problem are you trying to solve? Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, and, and what solution is going to solve that problem? So in this case, in a lot of cases, right, um, we were looking at having to do market research or just market analysis to say, OK, well, what what problems even did COVID create that you may actually yeah. have a solution for?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So
0: let's look at this thing real time and, and we're doing a real situation. We, we prefer not to be here, but since it's here, what has it caused right. and how has it changed, you know, either either individual co- consumer behavior or even corporate behavior mm-hmm. to say, you know, what I, I can create a solution for that, you know, based on what's going on right now. So, mm-hmm. so for anybody, again, again, and those who we helped, and even anybody right now is thinking about it is, OK, yeah, you want to start a business or you're about to, but is is your Are you truly creating a solution to a problem? And are there enough people or companies that have that problem that your solution is going to work for them? right up from that standpoint
2: yeah yeah and, yeah and that's a really interesting point especially for like brand new launch but what are some of the things you see maybe like somebody's like you know what i want to start my own business but i don't really want to start it i'd rather just buy it and move on from there what are you guys mm. seeing from like because that's always a strategy right i have a lot right. of people say At hey i tra- want to go into business and like what's the and they asked me like what do you think the best thing to do is i was like find one for sale
1: exactly <laughs> you know
2: find exactly one for right. sale and go from there
1: that is exactly <laughs> what i told a family member the other day they're like yeah. well you know can you tell me about you know what's the the the, they used a term that I don't really like, the easiest path to, you right. know. Oh, and, they don't know
2: about entrepreneurship. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know, know that that don't is. Again.
0: Don't become an entrepreneur. That's no. Yeah, that
1: no you. Like, do don't not, even think do about do this. Not. Turn <laughs> this <laughs> podcast <laughs> off now yes, and go like, like, find something else. Right. It. right, right. But I was like, you know, buying something that's already established, you know, yes. is, I mean, that you can just come in, make some improvements on, understand the business because those foundational years are tough.
0: So. Well, it's a hot market right now for okay. buying businesses. Um, I, I'll just say that generally speaking, because you have a lot of baby boomers, even pre-COVID, yeah. um, a lot of baby boomers were looking to retire and and sell their Got businesses. It. Yep. Right. Nice. And and what COVID actually may have done is may have driven down the price of a lot of those businesses. So people are trying to get out faster now. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, from that standpoint, mm-hmm. all, again, all depends on the industry, of course. But but again, um, if if and also if you're looking to get a loan right, for a business, it's a lot easier to get a loan for an, an established, Establish. successful business right. than a startup right. that has no history, right? right? right. Um, or or buying a franchise, right, that has a, a system and, mm-hmm. and success behind it um, right. versus, again, trying to start something on your own. So, definitely, yep. if, if you're in the position of, of moving forward in the business, I, I would absolutely look at buying a business because, again, you may be able to get one at a really good price right now, relatively speaking, um, again, from people who are trying to, Move get out of their business and, and, and move on. And again, if you can mm-hmm. get something that has value, that has customers, that already has cash flow, um, that, that could be a very strategic play
1: right now from that standpoint. Yep, absolutely. And where would one go to even look for businesses that might be for sale?
0: Sure. So there's different websites um, that are mm-hmm. uh, uh, business brokers um, mm-hmm. who um, some some who uh, sell businesses and others mm-hmm. who are looking to buy businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We don't like to promote anyone individually all over the, you know, over. Of course. Platform.
1: Of course. However, yeah, yeah. We're we're not going to show any favoritism yeah. to right. anybody. Right. Yes. But
2: right. but if you cut for free, if you, free. you contact the SPBC <laughs> right. for free. Yes.
1: Yeah. Reach out have to Have a us. one-on-one conversation. <laughs> right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. We're more have than happy here. to talk with resources. you about that yeah. and some resources. Absolutely. And we'd be love to be able to provide to you and as well as help you understand um, how to evaluate them. And analyze them and assess them. That's
2: really uh, important right there. That's a key super piece. Super, helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely,
0: definitely. Right, because again, you, you don't want to get swayed by, you know, somebody saying, yeah, you get this business real cheap. Or or they overprice their business, right? Right. Uh, because they're, they're trying to get the most out of it. But you don't sure. know what you're looking at in terms of, okay, is this a good price or not? You don't want to just go off a quote-unquote gut feel, right? Mm-hmm. You, you want to work yeah. with an organization that can help you yep. truly value Right. Um, You know, a a business or or other type of entity also.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what I call is smoke and mirrors. You know, it's like you don't want to be got to be careful. You don't want to be caught up by just the glitz or the marketing or, you know, a long client list. I mean, you really need to see financials to see if the business is actually profitable.
0: Definitely.
2: Cash flow. Right. Absolutely. Cash is still king. Cash is still king. Right. I don't care what form it's in. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Bitcoin is going to be, I think, sort well, of, yeah. So, you know.
2: It's okay. Yes, that's cashless, but it's still a <laughs> cash commodity. Right. At yes, a point, it right? yes, it is. Yes, it right. is. It
1: is. It is. Right. It is. It
2: is. It is. Sounds like a conversation I had with my college aged kid and his credit card. Right. I'm like, this is still cash. I don't care right. if it's a little plastic thing. It's, <laughs> right. This is still money.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you know, the one last thing that I wanted to kind of ask you, Paul, before um, we wrap up, because I know this is a huge part of, of who you are, is Mm -hmm. just how does your spirituality just contribute to, to your role just in, in everyday life and how you show up and, you know, with your clients at the SBDC, you know, in your personal side, just kind of talk to us a little bit about how you're able to just weave the two in -hmm. together.
0: Sure. Um, and, and, you know, for me, uh, faith is not a buzzword, right, mm-hmm. um, or, or just a catchphrase, but, but mm-hmm. it's something that, um, you know, it, I, it's been built in me since I was a, a child um, and the mm-hmm. family that I was raised in and the beliefs that they helped instill in me mm-hmm. um, that I, I still carry to today. And, and a lot of that is connected to in a very practical way is about how to engage in, and connect and treat people,
1: mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. at the end yeah. of the
0: day, the entrepreneur is a person. Right. Right. And, yeah. and to me, one of the most important parts of what we do, or at least the attitude we have to have is, is empathy yeah. and, mm-hmm. and being willing to walk in a person's shoes. So no matter right. what type of problem or issue, even opportunity to walk through the door with, I still a human being that's been trying to live their life, pursue their dreams and goals and, and run into challenges and issues. And, mm-hmm. and I think um, oftentimes we we glamorize the business side of the entrepreneur. And we, but and then we kind of downplay the person, right, mm-hmm. that actually mm-hmm. has to do all these things, and 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 so for me, um, it's it's still kind of helping them maintain that humanity, right, mm-hmm. of, of even the even a consulting relationship, and, and how I'm going to treat you, and and mm-hmm. and and what I'm going to do, even with the let's say the the confidential things that you share with me, mm-hmm. and and how I would want right. to be treated if I was sharing a, a something personal. Mm-hmm right about your business right um from that right. standpoint so i think all that all that com- comes mm-hmm. into play um because again ultimately the the way i see it is you know you've come in and entrusted me with your dream
2: right, right?
0: and and i think mm-hmm. that's one of the most important part of a person is their dream that's connected to their purpose and even their destiny yeah. and if i had a chance to play a role in you achieving the destiny that you were put on the planet for that's mm-hmm. huge right mm-hmm. that's major and so I can't say every consultant um, looks at their job that way, but personally that's the way I see it. Wow. Um, and, and that's the way I, I approach, you know, how I engage with with business owners and entrepreneurs and, and those I get, get the opportunity to serve.
2: That's great. That's such a refreshing mindset to hear in today's day and age. That's just awesome, Paul. Absolutely, It
1: is, it is Paul. I mean, gosh, leading with empathy. I just, I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. You know, Listeners, be sure to follow Paul and all of his endeavors. You can find him on LinkedIn at Paul Wilson. Yep. And um, Paul, please tell us what what website if people are interested in learning more about the SBDC. How, how do they go about finding that?
0: Absolutely. So, um, if you live in Georgia, um, you, you right. Go to That's Georgia. important. That is important. I know because this yep. is a national international podcast. That's I right. That's right. Some, yes. so if you live in, in Georgia, um, you can go to Georgia. Spill out the whole word Georgia. SBDC is in small smallbusinessdevelopmentcenter.org. Um, and again, we're all over the state of Georgia. And again, uh, so wherever you are, right, you can find your close location, but also if you are located anywhere in the United States and are looking for an SBDC, you can contact us first and we'll get you to the place um, that that is closest to you uh, from that standpoint also, because again, uh, wherever you are in the US pretty much, you can find your local SBDC at a local community college or university um, that, that's nearby. But if you're in Atlanta, please come to Georgia state. Uh, We'd we love to serve you here. Uh, from that same awesome.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you again, Paul. Paul, Thank thanks so again.
2: That's, yes.
0: That's been great. Thank you all for having me. Hopefully I can come back in the future.
1: Absolutely, it, absolutely. Part two coming up,
2: everybody. You yes, heard it yes. here first. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us in participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H I R E ground.io. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.